0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to
1: your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. I don't think we should admit to something that we didn't do. Okay, we keep fighting.
2: The Frames Per Second Podcast. Hi, 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 hi. Hi, hi, hi. have any set
3: many on the road Nothing these boys state matches the central facts of the crime. All we need is for one to tie this whole thing together. These tapes are not as clean as the state would have you believe. There is injustice happening here. There is not one shred of evidence. Imagine the frenzy of these teenagers. Ripping off her Innocent of these crimes. They are guilty.
4: They do us like this. What other way they ever do us?
1: What's going on? It's your boy, Nicky Duse, a.k.a. Mr. No Disrespect. And you're now tuned in to the Frames for a Second podcast. Uh, if you are a new listener, uh, we appreciate you joining us for this conversation. Uh, please make sure that you subscribe so you can follow us and catch up on everything else that we got going on. Um, if you like everything you hear and you want to hear more from the personalities that you uh, that we have on this episode, make sure you check out Dead End Podcast. You can go to deadendpodcast.com and um, you'll find everything from Is the Mic Still On? More episodes of Frames for Second and other podcasts as well. So now we get into this review. This is a spoiler-filled episode where we are going to be reviewing the mini-series by Ava Duvernay. Is it Duvernay? Or? Duvernay. Duvernay, uh, When They See Us. Um, this series is pretty much the Chronicle of the whole Central Park Five case that happened in New York City back in 1989. Um, it's a four-part series that goes from e- the start of the scene of Central Park Five where the kids get, you know, are in the park and get taken by the cops all the way down to, you know, them going through jail, going through the trial, and the consequences and the everything else that leads after that. So... But before we go into the review, we have a couple special guests joining us. Nay from, or Nay from pretty much everything that is the mic. Still (laughs) long, obviously frames per second. Uh, How you doing?
4: I'm wonderful. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Great. I'm doing great. I might not be doing great after this. I know me neither. But yeah, (laughs) I'm good now. And we also have another. Well, she pretty much is another unofficial official member of frames per second. uh, Tyler from Dead End Gaming.
3: Hey, what up, though? How you doing? i'm same. like i'm good now but i was in we'll emotional shambles watching this shit, and i'm sure i will be once i start talking about it again oh i
0: just realized you finished it like you started it late and you didn't think you. Were yeah gonna i
3: watched it uh like i watched three episodes on saturday and then one yesterday damn so i basically like binged it over the weekend to get ready for this and it's funny because you know everybody's been talking about it and i planned on watching it but I was like i need to emotionally prepare myself mm-hmm. for this so i might not have necessarily watched it yet except for this review and like there were definitely some times when i was watching i was like man fuck this shit like i would <laughs> just i would just sit this one out i don't know if i could make it through it because i was just so livid for most of it like livid sad uh yeah so we'll, we're, we'll we're get to sorry we did this to you yes yeah, y'all fault
1: yeah because it, it came out like the end of may And for me personally, I agree with you, Ty, like it took me a a while to even finish it because I just recently finished it, even though I started back when it premiered, because it it brings up so much emotion and and anger and confusion and frustration. Uh, But the first question that uh, before I get to the your initial responses was, do you guys remember where you were at during this case?
4: Mm -hmm. I don't Uh, know. I was I was nine, I mm -hmm. guess, at the time when this happened. So I wouldn't have been aware But I know of people and have um, people who were very much aware of what went on during that time.
1: Okay, so I'll start with you. What was your initial reaction?
4: Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I had to kind of emotionally prepare myself for it, too, because I didn't feel like my energy was going to be right to receive all of the emotions that I was going to be receiving when watching this. But once we did sit down and watched it, we just sat down and watched all four straight through. Um, And... Ava DuVernay is amazing at what she does. I think she told this story very beautifully. I think that she did a very good job of evoking the emotions that needed to come out from watching this. I think that visually it was beautiful. And I think that she did a very good job of showing that these were little kids. Like showing that they were children and I think she did a really good job of showing the after effects and how they dealt with this once they got out. If they got out, with the ex- like with the exception of Corey, like dealing with all of the – everything that came with this conviction after they got out of jail, and it's still affecting them. So I, I was I was blown away by it. I thought it was beautifully done.
5: How about you, Rob? No, nah, yeah, it was heavy. I, and I was surprised because, like – I did see all of the social media like, oh, man, this is going to take you through an emotional roller rollercoaster. You know, no, like normally when people like hype stuff up, it's not the same when you watch it. Yeah, there's no payoff. And I'm like, damn, it really is like what people are saying. So I thought that was that was crazy. I was like, wow, this really is heavy. Like I remember when it was on, I didn't think I was going to be able to get through it. I was like, man, I don't want to watch this. because I, I like, I'm the type of person I like happy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, <laughs> I, I, I really am the type of person that protects their energy. Yeah. Um. So, like, like I don't go online watching a lot of stuff. Like, I don't, I don't read crazy news headlines. I just stay away from that type of stuff. So, yeah, I do have to prepare myself to watch something like this because you know, I'm not used to watching stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? So, I was like. Hey, why do you want to watch this? Like I I don't want to watch this. I don't feel like this was for us. You know what I'm saying? I don't us as in who? As in like black black people. Like I I just didn't I just didn't feel like it was a, it was a story for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a great story, you know what I'm saying? And and it was enjo- like enjoyable to watch because it was done so well. But after I finished watching, I was like, "Man, th- this wasn't for us. I, I want other people to see it." That's it. and then what I told Nay was like it was a very reminiscent feeling of like the roots. And like how when I watched The Roots, I was like, "This isn't for me," but this is for like when white people was like, they was crying because I remember we watched it in school, I think, and I remember like white people leaving like crying, like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Dah, 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 dah. <laughs> they told you. Y'all remember that? Y'all don't remember? No, like, like, white people were school. laughing. So no, they were like, "Oh, cool I'm so school. sorry." da-da-da-da-da. Wow. And I feel like that's what would happen with this. Um, so, um, so yeah, it was just very reminiscent of that for me. Um, but yeah, it was it it, it was done beautifully. Like they said, Avery DuVernay did a thing on it, man, and um, you know, hats off to her. But yeah, the story is sad as shit, though. How about you, Mike?
0: Um, yeah, I watched it the day it came out. Um, I didn't really know anything about it. I didn't know it was coming out. I didn't know it was being filmed. I didn't know it was being released. Mm-hmm. I knew nothing. I knew the story of the Central Park Five. But I didn't know anything about this show. And um, as I said before, I work from home. So I turned on Netflix and it popped up immediately. I was like, "I'll give this a shot," and that That was was like, (laughs) "God damn!" It was like the
3: first fucking
0: episode. I'm just getting pissed. The first twenty minutes.
3: No, fifteen minutes in, like within fifteen minutes flat, I was mad as hell. So, yeah, it doesn't take long. Make me Mm -mm.
4: angry.
0: The first episode pissed me off. The second one, I just started getting. I was mad, but I started getting sad.
3: Yeah,
5: and, I was yeah, sad I didn't have the an angry feeling. Time. It was more of a, like... It was heartbreaking. Heartbreaking uh, um, feeling.
0: I wanted to punch somebody. The way they were doing the kids at the very beginning of the episode and the fact that you knew they didn't do it, it was one of those, like, like when you're watching UFC and you're seeing the guy get beat up and you kind of want to jump in and start fighting. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's how I felt. I was just like, fuck, they're not really going
5: to do this. But it's like, we already knew the story. Yeah, yeah but exactly. you were hoping but for a different But you're still hoping outcome. for a different ending. It's yeah. weird. And see, I didn't know the story. Going into really, yeah, I wasn't aware. I I feel like I've heard about it growing up, Mm. but never like really. I don't know, knew like. It it's, it sounds familiar, but mm. it just it's just. I mean, it's like it's not an yeah.
4: uncommon story. Right, right. It's not an
5: uncommon story, but I don't remember hearing that exact story. Yeah, you know I, what I, what I
0: definitely remember. Obviously, yeah. not from when it really happened, but I remember I, when I, they I were, were exonerated. Good. I remember yes. learning about it once yeah. they were
4: exonerated, mm. and like, oh dang, that happened. But like mm. I said, unfortunately, it's not like an uncommon yeah. tale. I mean, we hear about black men who get you know, released because for crimes that they were sitting in jail for 20, 30 years that they never Mm -hmm. did all the time. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, I do remember when they were exonerated.
1: For people who don't know about the story, uh, it's the case of five teenagers who are people of color, black and Hispanic, who are labeled a Central Park Five. They were convicted of a a rape that they did not commit. And starting from 1989, and then I think the trial ended in 1990, Mm -hmm. They all five kids End up spending a span between seven to fourteen years in prison for this crime that they didn't commit. Mm-hmm. Um, Ken, I wanted to get your thoughts on your reaction to it, because you're you're a father. So, did it touch? Did this touch you a, in a different way?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. Um, you know, yeah, I, I heard everybody say, yeah, you got to prepare yourself to watch. I was like, oh, I'll be able to watch. I'm familiar with the story, so. You know, I don't think it'll be able to to get me like that because I knew what happened. But to see the dialogue and to see the aggression of the cops, and and everything that went down and how they manipulated the story, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I, I was I was I was angry, and I'm, you know, accustomed to reading about fucked up shit that happened to black people, um, because you know, oftentimes the story, the true story, is 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 whitewashed um, a lot in in history, so. Um, so, so with this, I think my first takeaway from the first two episodes, um, was I saw a lot of failures, um, obviously failures within, you know, the, the justice system. Um, but parents Mm -hmm. mostly, and that's what pissed me off the most, except Yusuf's mom. And I was angry with them and I had to... Check myself, Mm -hmm. like check myself, like, and remind myself, like it's 1989, and you know at that period, you know at that point in time, you're still trying to survive. We're not that far off from, you know, um, civil rights, right, right. So all that shit is still brand new. Racism is still, you know, prevalent, and um, you don't know what you you don't know what you don't know, Mm -hmm. and they just didn't know. And Santana's dad is is like, I mean, I can probably go through. All the parents, but when Raymond Santana told his dad it's okay, I made a deal, and his dad just tapped him on the shoulder, be like, "All right, cool." Well, hold on. <laughs> let, me, let me. I'm like, what? How does your 14 year old? How are you saying your 14 year old son can make a deal?
1: So the first episode, they just jump right into it. Pretty oh, much, they they all the kids who are involved in this case, they're all somehow, some way, they l- lead up to the park where the Central Park. Um, where they're just trying to hang out, I guess, just a regular day where kids are just, you know, being kids. But obviously it turns into a nightmare because all of a sudden the cops show up because it's just a group of black kids and Hispanic kids all together, you know, being very loud.
2: Wilding and they just, and out.
1: Wilding out, as they say it. And the police just rile them up because what we, what they didn't realize was that there was a rape that was committed not too far from that area, and now they're the main suspects. And as you can see from there, because they're young black kids, they don't know what's going on, what the police are talking about. They're just trying to go home because they, are, they themselves know they weren't involved with it, but they can't prove anything because they, it's just wrong place, wrong time. And can I agree with you as far as – because my, my question to y'all is, like, what episode or scene kind of pissed, frustrated you or pissed you off the most? And for me, it was the first episode because if the parents knew some sort of law – at, at least mm-hmm. the basic level, everybody could have went
2: home. This The series is over in half an hour. Maybe, but it didn't protect yourself. Right. Because his his mom went down and was like, yo, we out. These mm-hmm. we know my rights. You, yep. you
4: can't talk to him like this. And he still went mm-hmm. to jail.
2: And, 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 you know, they even tried to push back on her, and she still grabbed him and left. And um, they realized that this ain't the one. I mean, they eventually got him because of the other parents. But nevertheless, it didn't really protect them. Now, if all four of the other parents would have known or been as aware of she was, yeah, maybe, because, you know, there were a lot of laws violated. Mm-hmm. And, um, and of course, if Corey never went down there to support his boy, um, you know, they wouldn't have been able to connect them together at all. So,
1: Tyler, what's, what episode or scene frustrated you the most when you were watching this?
3: I don't know that I was ever frustrated. I was irate. I was furious. I was sad. I don't know that I would, I feel like frustrated is not strong enough of an emotion for what I was feeling while I was watching this. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would, I wouldn't say that there was ever a point when I was frustrated. Now what made me the most angry? I don't know. I mean, I spent most of it angry. I don't think Mm -hmm. I could pick, I don't think I could pick one thing. Um, So I'll just start off with the first thing that made me angry because there were, you know, a, plethora Multitude. right um the first thing that made me angry was just like kind of watching them go and like round up all of these kids um because they basically just kind of decided like well we're gonna make them guilty and we're just gonna take the steps to make that happen and so just watching them go and like round up all of these young boys that are you know 14 15 16 and just take them down to the station en masse to start off this whole bullshit like i was like that was 15 minutes in and i was already irate But there were many more moments of me being mad to come, so I don't think I could pick one that made me the most angry.
4: That didn't do it for me. I was fine until the last episode with Corey. Corey's story broke Hmm. my heart, and I think the guy did an excellent job portraying him, but watching what that little boy had to go through going into a prison at just 16, like, and knowing that, like, I thought that when they, the way he was portraying him, I thought maybe it was exaggerated. You know how when people tend to play people who have special needs or something, mm-hmm. and, like they exaggerate it. But once I saw how Corey, the real Corey Brown was. Yeah, it was perfect. I, yeah. I wanted to, like, watching watching the real Corey Brown made me cry at the performance because mm-hmm. he did such a good job.
1: He's young. He's only like 21, He's 20, 22. Yeah,
4: 21, 22. But yeah, I think this the fourth episode was when I was like, I don't know if I could do all of this. Like, I've done up to this point. I don't know if I can deal with watching this little boy deal with these grown men beaten and probably doing a whole lot more that they didn't show in that episode to him. And watching him in solitary confinement and choosing to stay in solitary confinement to stay safe broke my heart.
2: Which I thought, you know, at first it, it felt like that cop that told him that. Yeah. Um. Was, wasn't looking out for him, mm-hmm. but he actually was, was mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. you didn't really get that until he kept going from prison to prison to prison, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, when he was doing the transfers. So I thought that that was really um, interesting to, to to see that, mm-hmm. you know.
5: Tyler, why um why mad versus sad?
3: Uh, well, I really was, I would say, a, a mixture of both mm-hmm. most of the time. There were moments when I was more sad. There were moments when I was more angry. Um, and then there were moments when I was probably equally both. Mm-hmm. Like there were, there were just like really a, a wide range of emotions that I'd felt while I was watching this and pretty much all of them were negative. Other than like there were certain moments, like for example with Corey, like when he got that Chia pet, I was sitting there like, <laughs> I never <laughs> knew that I would be crying over somebody mm-hmm. getting a Chia mm-hmm. pet for a gift, but here we are. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but those so were like happy shit, yeah. But you got so emotional. That speaks a lot to the way that the film was done, because you got so emotionally invested, and you felt like you were there with the mm-hmm. with the characters to the point that, like, I was crying. Like when he had good stuff happen to him, I had like my eyes were watering, like from a happy,
4: mm-hmm.
3: like a happy place. But then, you know, a couple seconds later, when he got transferred to the further away yeah. prison that his mom can get to, then I'm fucking in despair again. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know that's a testament to the filmmaking, but also just the story itself and the fact that it's not just a movie that somebody made up like this mm-hmm. is something that actually happened to real people right who you know yeah they got a 41 million dollar settlement but that doesn't get them their time back that doesn't get them you know mentally and emotionally what was taken from them right. like never really getting to have a childhood like cory never getting the opportunity to go to coney island with his girlfriend like he did in that dream sequence mm. There was
1: just it was a lot mike your what are your thoughts on the trial as far as how I liked how they showed like both sides, like how they prepared for it, and you on the obviously on the prosecution side, they the white guy comes in talking about some he eating a you know a Chinese dinner talking about some we well, got this in the bag, they and then he breaks down their representation for each kid and how inexperienced they are or how their their profession is pretty much irrelevant to something of this magnitude, but there was this – I forgot the guy's name the white guy. Who represented um, Joshua Jackson? Jackson. Yeah, yeah Dawson's mm-hmm. Creek. Yeah, I didn't realize that until the end. Yeah. I was like, "Wait, what?" Did they you ever watch Friends? Pro- but he was on Friends. Yeah, he was too. on Friends too. Yeah. but he was, the, I, I like he was the. I felt like he was the leader because he was telling everybody like, "We can win this case. This is really they easy. Won the case. easy." They did. But, but is it because of Corey is it why they lost mm-hmm. because of the tape? No.
0: It, it. Yeah, because yeah. That, well, they well, say that. They say that it's not. I don't think it's fair to necessarily blame Corey. But if we're looking at how the story played out. They may have had a better shot if they didn't have Corey's tape. Yeah, but it always seems like with with these kind of situations, and I don't know if he's technically autistic or right. what he mm-hmm. is. Um, he's he's clearly on some sort of spectrum, mm-hmm. and it, it, a lot of times it seems like when there's, especially when it's a group like this, there's always the one person that the cops know that they can easily take mm-hmm. advantage of because he's not on the same mental state as everybody else. So that was the shit with the first episode that was infuriating me because I was like, the second the cops said, hey, you want to come down here? No, you're just going to hang out and keep mm. your boy company or whatever. I fucking knew it. And I, I knew the story, but I didn't know that that's how it happened. I didn't know that he was really just hanging. Like, <laughs> he wasn't even at the fucking park. He was just there with his friend on the sidewalk when the cops were rounding people up. And then by the end of the episode, he's
1: confessing to rape and
0: Yes. I did not know that that's how it went down. And that was the shit where I was really like, okay, this is really pissing me off. Because I didn't have the benefit that you guys all had of people saying, oh, emotionally prepared for this. Yeah, if you, watch the yeah, dog dog you dog dog dog. watched it. Yeah, because you just watched green. the Less second up. So I'm like, oh, this might be interesting <laughs> <have> to watch. <laughs> when they
5: see us. I yeah, want <laughs> when they see us. What's that about?
0: <laughs> Click. Yeah, by the first episode, I'm just like, oh, I got Zoe right here. I'm like, man. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't take this shit. But sure enough, second episode, I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, here we go. But I can't pinpoint a moment that pissed me off the most. But I'm probably with Nay by the fourth episode. I did not know they were gonna dedicate an entire fucking episode yeah. to what they did to Corey.
4: They, I'm glad they did though. I am
0: too, because that really brought everything home. The way that they were just destroying this man, and then the fact that the mom wouldn't let her son write him a letter. So mm. he really just felt he was alone. He was the only one that was sent yeah. to a quote-unquote adult prison. And he's by himself the whole time. And when you watch the the Oprah thing, yeah. they say that. They're like, you know, the other guys got to go off to a juvenile facility where they were kind to, of together. together.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: He was by himself alone. So I'm sure he's dealing with the whole, this is kind of my fault. They tricked me into doing this. Now I'm stuck here by myself. I don't know what's
1: going on. It was just. It was really tough. Yeah, that trial episode. That's where you you hear that because like when he co- when they get what was it the pre-trial, he they all get into the holding cell. I think mm-hmm. it's Corey, uh, Raymond, and um who was it? Kevin. I think, yeah, and they're all talking like and he and Cory is like, man, I wish I was in juvie mm-hmm. with y'all. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin I think said, man, uh, Yusef told me that you wasn't even there. Like you right. was just trying to help him out being a good friend. And he was like, yeah, because that's my friend. And then like just that look on his face, I was like. This is like, the epic definition of wrong place, wrong time. And when
4: they pick when he went down there and he was like, You want to come with your friend? He was like, Yeah, it's my mama get on me if I didn't. If I that's don't. what I'm supposed yeah. to do. Like he was just doing what he was supposed to do as mm-hmm. a kid. You there with your friend, especially in like in New York in the hood. Like y'all stick together, y'all keep each other safe. And that's what he did. And he ended up giving his life for and it. And
1: I would have done the same thing because Yusef gave him a look like, bro, please come with me. Like yeah. he's like, I'm scared. Like I I would like your support. I thought he was trying to tell him not to come. It kind of looked I, like, I, it, I don't looked really like it looked like I he nudged his me. head like, come no, on. I'll
2: no, no, just stay here, you know. That's what I um, thought too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I don't but, know. Um, but I think the the part about uh, Corey that no one has mentioned is that Youssef then walked right by. Him. When he right was
4: he was asleep on the bench and he walked right yeah. past him with his mama Wait, when they left again? the mm-hmm. interrogation room when his mom came to get him and they left the interrogation oh, yeah. Corey was room, was just sitting there yeah he Corey was, he was, was sleep. sitting in the precinct sleep before they even took him in the back to start interrogating him okay. did he and recognize Yusuf him? And his mom no they walked right past him because he was broken he was torn up his mom was like holding him and consoling him and they walked right past him in um in the precinct so yeah like and that's why when he went back there he was like i'm just here with yusef he said yusef ain't even here have gone. So, yeah, he was oh. literally by himself the entire time.
5: So he had the opportunity to leave with them, mm-hmm. basically, is what – you saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, not really. He, he may was, not. He,
4: have, he still had to be interrogated.
2: No no, to no, 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 no. Yeah, he went on his own free will, so they wouldn't have interrogated yeah. him. They only got him because he was still there. I don't,
0: maybe I, I don't remember. I don't remember this part. So yeah. I'll
5: go off y'all's memory. Yeah, he was on the don't bench, don't like sitting outside. He wasn't. Yeah, he, wasn't he wasn't being wasn't interrogated. interrogated outside of the outside building. Of, no, outside, just, outside of the room. Yeah, like outside where you the room sit when
3: you're waiting on people. I
5: remember that part. Okay, and they walk right past him. But wow, that's why. Oh, that's crazy. And they had
3: even kind of said at that point that there were a lot of holes in the story, and that when they were coerced those confessions that, like all of the boys were saying that the rape happened in a completely different mm-hmm, place. So They're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, well, this boy's still here. Let's drag him in and right. make sure that he puts it in the right, right. place." Exactly. Like, they said that,
5: like he's going to be the key. I
3: think yes, they like, actually yeah, said yeah, that. He be nice. be I, I remember that part. I
0: thought he was already
1: under.
5: Um,
0: uh, what do you call it? Like in custody? No, he wasn't no, in custody. No. He, he went volunteer. Oh, wow. Ken,
1: you talked about the parents, and I, I have. I kind of agree with you as far as your frustration or just your anger with with their role.
2: Can you expound upon that as far as why you?
5: I think that was an initial thing, right? It wasn't.
2: Um. Well, yeah. I mean, I talked about Sant- Santana, but I think just looking at what Yusuf Mom was able to do when she found out, and her, you know, knowledge of what they were legally able to do, you know, interrogating, you know, minors without a legal guardian. Uh, we can look at Bobby being selfish um because he didn't want to lose his mm-hmm. good job at Imperial because of his past.
4: That might have been the only time I did get mad.
2: So he went in there and basically did the cops job for them. And the part that angered me the most about that is that you and which is I mean we saw him break down obviously over uh, as as it went on because your job is to be a protector. And you thought you were protecting him by having him admit to a crime like what do you think was going to happen when he said when he's going to admit to right and, that, and that's why like why did you think they were, why exactly. did any of these people think they were the kids i understand the parents why did you think they were going because home? the parents were were i mean
0: at least from the way it 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 portrayed the parents it seemed like they came from a very low
2: income area right right yeah
0: so they were just ignorant and i understand being frustrated right and that's me. why i say
2: you don't know what you don't know so i had yeah, to check right, myself right. and like okay it, you know it's i can't blame them for not having that knowledge but you can be you upset know, the with, time, with them but because yeah, of how it yeah, yeah, happened at the same like, time i just wished but, common sense, for them to but common sense but
1: common sense when you admit to rape it's
0: it, it it common sense to us looking at a tv yes. screen I don't know that it's common sense 30 years ago for a low-income black and Hispanic family that's being dragged in by the police. I I can't imagine what was in his head, and I can't really say, well, that fucking idiot, what the fuck was he thinking? And even
4: when you see, like, with the little one, with Kevin, they beat him. Like, you see him. He's crying. He just want to go home. Like, as a mom, I know, thinking about that as a mom— with, with a daughter that if i sat on a if i was looking at my daughter on the other side of a table beaten and bloodied and saying, t- mama i just want to go home mm-hmm. i'm gonna do whatever but i but gotta do to get her. but the sister it, yeah, yeah that that the was, sister right. was right yeah, she was yeah.
1: like i'm not gonna sign this because yeah. once she signed it, it's a wrap but
4: you such so she was begging her like please just they're right. gonna they're, it's, it's almost like they're gonna kill me like just take me home but just she get knows me but here. she knows
1: something's up
4: yeah Bruh, you know but something's the, up.
0: the cops are implying that if she if she just signs it the kid can go home Again, almost we're like not it's a
4: confession. For, like you're, you're a witness. Right. They, they, mm-hmm. they played it like that. You, he's a witness. He's not going to mm-hmm. do any time. He's just saying that he saw the kids that did it.
5: Yeah, you're watching a, like a TV show. So exactly. you're, you're thinking from that mindset. Well, no, I was thinking like,
1: I was no, I had to check myself too because I was thinking like, what would I do? But I'm like, this Y'all is 19. My baby this home. is 1989. What would you do at, 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 at 15, though, not what would it do now? What would you do at 15? Exactly.
0: As Stupid as we were yeah. at 15. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, if I was dragging there at 15, I might be like, well, yeah, just sign it so I can go the fuck home. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't look at it like, oh, well, they should have known better. And as
4: a parent, what do you do? Say no, baby, because you're going to, they're going to you'll do you'll be in a worse situation if i sign this i gotta leave you here and i have to like you how do you do that and And the parents might not even oh i'm sorry go
0: ahead
3: and i was gonna say like the cops are meanwhile telling them like hey you know like it's fine they can go home if you just sign this and so like on one hand we're watching it because we know what happens and also i feel like as black americans most of us tend to have a general distrust of Mm -hmm. the police but in that moment you know like if you're a parent and the police are telling you like hey it's fine like your child can go home like maybe you don't see that coming like maybe you can't expect in your wildest dreams that the shit that's about to happen is about to happen like i don't think that that i don't think anybody could have predicted that in that moment they're just like okay well my child's a witness i signed this and then they can go home because
4: if i leave him there he's they're gonna kill him so what do i do do i leave him here to die or do i take him home and deal with the consequences later i'm taking his ass home
2: and that's part of their interrogation technique is to make you comfortable and make you think that everything's going to be okay so all of the lies that they tell you prior to getting your confession or your admittance of guilt of something you may or may not even did doesn't even matter because once you admit it to it, that's it's a wrap. What, Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, I don't know if y'all been interrogated by the police, but, <laughs> you know, I, I you know not to get into the details, but I have. And, and you know, when you're in that moment and under that pressure – you're trying to get out of that moment by any means mm-hmm. necessary. Yeah, so it, you're not it really means admitting to what they're telling you to admit to. You're gonna do it, especially as you know, like Mike said, as a teenager, mm-hmm. like you don't really, you're not thinking like that.
3: But like technically, like at least as far as my understanding is, is that like confessions like that that are obtained under duress are not admissible in court. Correct. And the lawyers even said something about that at one point, like, well, they're accepting the confessions because there was a little bit of. Um, like gray area about whether or not those were going to be accepted in court,
1: and there was no physical evidence. That's why I thought the the trial episode plays out like they're gonna win because everything is going their way. Like, there's no physical evidence. Uh, there's no witnesses outside of those five that can pinpoint them or say anything about them. There's no blood on. Because she was the, the woman who was raped, she was bleeding, and there was no blood on their clothes during the incident. The sock uh, thing failed. The sock thing with the semen in it, it mm-hmm. failed. Because they didn't even, the prosecution didn't even want to bring that up. Yeah. To, because they and knew they that. They slipped up. They slipped yeah, up, the, yeah.
2: The, the guy being uh, on thought the thought witness stand. So yeah. That happened. And so, that was the thing that I kept asking myself. I was like, because we all know what happened. So when all of that came to the light, I was like, how the fuck are they gonna send these them to jail? You know what? You know Besides what it was the tape when I when I started watching the tapes and how they edited and put the tapes together? I was like, oh shit, that's it right there. The tape
1: was one thing, but I also thought a jury of your peers. Yeah. I thought that was a big key thing because they because.
2: But that ju- the jury of your peers watched that same tape that exactly. we watched no. But I'm saying when I moment, when
1: I say jury of your peers, I mean were there any black people on that stand? I think, I think were. There there were were yeah. there any? Were there any multiple? Like was there different ethnicity? I I trying to remember. I felt like there was more majority white.
2: But even if, if they were black, black to whatever. hear somebody say that right.
3: they did something. Say this is my something. first rate. Right. right.
0: I don't think it would have mattered, yeah. really, if they were black or white. Mm.
3: And also when you consider the court of public opinion and the yeah. fact that this is a huge news story that's, like, mm. all over the news and there's just really no way to insulate your jury from, like, all the different shit that's coming out in the media. Um Yeah, it's just, like, one of those things. And I do think that the jury, if my memory serves me correctly, was fairly mixed. But, you know, the prosecution did a whole bunch of shit to kind of manipulate the jury's feelings, like bringing the woman on the Mm. stand to be like, oh, I can't walk anymore and I "I can't smell. smell, (laughs) You know, so they were absolutely manipulating the jurors' feelings to have them look past the fact that there's no fucking physical evidence and all of that. They played on
1: the emotion. And then, Mm.
2: you know, you can see – you can also see that play out when – especially with Corey – when he, was, when he went to different jail cells, they were like, yeah, we don't have any stars here. We know what you did. Mm-hmm. And they were punishing him for raping that woman. Mm-hmm. You know, so they believed everything that they saw.
0: They outlined that again in the Oprah interview where, I forget which guy it was that was saying it, but he was saying that when they were going to jail, he was hearing the inmates saying what they were going to do to them mm-hmm. when they got there. Because he was saying the only thing worse than rape in jail is, is child molestation. Pedophilia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I oh man. It's it's just I think watching the series is one thing. I honestly think what fucked me up ten times it's worse is interview. watching that fucking interview. Mm. Yes. When it gets the real people up there mm. and watching Ant is it Antoine? I come on to Antron. 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 Oh, it Antron. is Antron. I kept yeah. calling him Antron. I thought I was wrong. Anyway, Antron. He watching his Walmart. the his everything he said. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you do not shed a tear while watching that then you are not human yeah. because it's it's watching this big brolic black man mm. on stage crying about being frustrated about being sad
1: about feeling like everybody failed him it's fucked up and right i was going to ask you about that third episode especially with with Antron and his, i think that was was that his father that he that was By on one? and yeah. off yeah mm-hmm. the aftermath of going through all this I, I, what was your perspective of like what these kids went through as far as they they only five of them know they're innocent well outside the prosecution and stuff too but they're the only ones that really know what happened but they still have to carry on this this badge of you know of just horrendous you know it's just a horrible situation mm-hmm. like could you could you even put yourself in their mindset like going through that
5: nah i mean the only thing i put the only thing that I related to it because i mean i've i've experienced like like uh you know police pulling us over and stuff like that like coming from like basketball like like just being a kid and just being in those situations like I, like i was telling they when um, we were watching i was like man that could have easily happened to us you know what i'm saying like coming from from basketball practice i mean we was we was young we was in a car we get racially profiled and i could just imagine if they would just like no, y'all coming down downtown with us or whatever, and I, I can and I, and just trying to get in touch with my mom or something. and I couldn't and trying to figure out what we would have done in that situation. You, you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just like I know so many times that this could have happened to someone in my neighborhood. It could have happened to you. Yeah, it could have happened to me easily, easily. And my mom would have known what would have known what to do in those situations. Like she would have, she would have known. And I, like, I, I damn sure wouldn't. Have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. I would have just
5: wanted to go home. Like yo, I'll just. I'm tired. I just came from basketball practice. I just want to go home. Like, what What the fuck? What I, I didn't do, do to this. Home?
2: You yeah, know what? Yeah. I, I kind of had that, that same, like, thought, you know, watching yeah. it. Like, um, what if I was in a situation where I was just in the area of something that happened, and how would I be able to get out of it? And no matter what was um, submitted as evidence that mm-hmm. didn't match up, no matter what happened, there was no way I can get it, but I could. I w- I was imagining the hope that I would have, right? You know, thinking that it's all gonna work out. And you saw it like in the second episode, like, mm-hmm. you know, because they got bailed out, they were at mm-hmm. home, and they thought things were gonna be okay. And nah, that, I see
4: you when this that, is over. Yeah, mm-hmm. that label,
1: because like, especially with Raymond's family, like, his grandmother was, you know, mm-hmm. she was like, I can't. She couldn't even celebrate her birthday, I believe. Like, mm-hmm. she was like, I'm right, just right. with with him, me knowing that he's there how can i be happy mm-hmm. and then his uh the father and i think his brother you know they have that side conversation his brother's like what the fuck is wrong with, like how did this happen like you now you know your son is known as a rapist and all that and the father was like i told him to go to that party so this mm-hmm. is on me so it's just it, it's just a crazy situation and i i just for me looking at all that the like i like how they sh- i like how she showed as far as ava Like all sides of it, Mm -hmm. the good, the bad, and the ugly, Mm -hmm. to make you give a full picture, was—I don't know if anyone else—but to me, it kind of represent this whole trial. Kind of reminded me of the People versus O.J., where as far as even though there's so much evidence in front of you, if you can manipulate emotion and just people's uh, perception of things, you can win any case. And 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 the guy who plays what's his name, dude from Dawson Creek, yeah. When he was talking exactly. to the prosecutor, he was like, please make this a fair trial. She
4: and anything. she didn't she say anything. And she didn't say nothing and walked away. Walked
1: away. <laughs> and then they have conversations where he's like, bro, like this, this isn't, like, you're doing the wrong thing and, and you know she this.
2: she knew it. That was, that was the yeah. thing. That, like, you're, like, Linda, okay, she was ambitious. Maybe she had. That bitch. Man. There was I a couple agree. of them
1: because the I, the other one too the curly hair one in the street. Well, yeah, she but, but,
4: she knew what she knew it was wrong and she knew like I feel like Linda had convinced herself that she was doing the right thing, but that the curly hair one knew this shit was wrong. She was like, she,
5: just make it make sense, and then we'll. And then we'll she was like,
1: I have to now. win this. That's all because yeah. she was like, this is all about because she, she it's told politics. Joshua dude. She was like, it's yeah, it's not about right and wrong. This ain't about justice. It's about politics. It's about wins and losses.
2: Yeah, I think she's she's just as bad because. She gave her the path to make a case, yeah. and she told her where the holes were so she can fill them.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I know that she, um, in real life, lost her tenure at like, Columbia University mm-hmm. yeah, as a teacher. That. They're all but losing that. everything.
4: Anybody
2: was yeah. her it. book deals yeah. all that. Good. But they still won't reopen the case. No. You know, I just saw that. And actually. they're still not
5: apologizing for it either, right? Well,
4: it took I, them 12 years to get their settlement.
0: They feel, they feel like that's their apology. Is yeah. the fact that they got
2: their settlement. So I, I think
1: mean, they got some more money too recently. I think they got like four million dollars.
2: And you know, I think you know, I think watching it, like I understand, like the settlement won't bring back anything, right. but watching like the jobs that they had to sell and stuff like that, and just how their life just already had a very low ceiling cap yeah. on it because they were, you know, felons and mm-hmm. they had to register as as uh, sexual. Predators. Oh yeah, that was awful.
5: And they gotta check yeah. in every year. That yeah. shit got yeah. me like, what was it? Every month or it was, every every month. every
4: month? Yeah. Because then every then Yusuf, for the rest of
5: your life. Then right. Yusuf <laughs>
1: said that he wanted to possibly become a teacher, and,
4: and someone was like, told him you can't get no state license. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So to see them get, you know, that you know was. Something.
4: I think they did a good job. Like I said, I think she did a good job of showing the repercussions afterwards. Like just knowing people who've been locked up and been locked up for a long time for shit that they did do Mm -hmm. and how tough it is once they get out. So to have to go through that, knowing that you were innocent this entire time, not only innocent, but you were a kid. Like, let's say you did do something horrible. You were a child. Mm -hmm. Like, and you've gone through the system. You've paid your price and you still have to struggle. Like, I can't imagine the amount of bitterness that sets. I mean, you can see it when you see the real answer but the amount of bitterness that you have because of that because it's not easy for a felon whether e- if you did do it so if you went to jail innocent like that just that just makes you like it makes you hate the world
1: and it made me think about like how many more innocent people are in jail mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And, I f- and I feel like if I knew that answer I probably just yeah. would not mm-hmm. believe in anything anymore Yeah,
0: like Andron right. yeah but yeah, watching this, I, I was definitely thinking like Rob, where it's just like, man, that could have easily been me for anything. Like, especially when I was like living in Conyers, I was thinking, I was like, man, not only was I one of the few Black people there, like I was the stick out kid. What do they call it, the sore thumb. Took my the 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 stuck up. You know, yeah, you get it, you get it. So I mean, if some for something like that to happen, I feel like I would have easily been the point person that they pointed out but like oh yeah it was probably the weird guy and then i don't know if any of you guys have ever seen the the paradise lost documentaries about the west memphis three where they something similar happened to them where there were these kids that were murdered and they pinned it on these three kids in the neighborhood and the only thing they had was they all listened to heavy metal mm. so they felt like okay you must be in the satan worship so therefore mm. you kill these kids and they had a kid that was just like um Corey, who was on the spectrum, and they tricked him. It's like almost the exact same Mm. story. But they tricked him into admitting to everything. And these kids went to jail for years. And when that happened, I thought the same thing. I was like, okay, that could have been easily been me and my friend. So it's just like all these things. When I watch these documentaries, they just fucked me up. Because I'm Mm -hmm. like, man, that could have
2: so easily been me. And even when the guy admitted it, like he confessed, they were like, oh, we just missed the guy.
4: Right, he's a sixth man why
0: they were convincing themselves that they were still in the right. I just—it was just like how do you sleep? unbelievable and even Man. even
1: yeah the, the the guy who and who end up confessing to all this, Reyes, this to see dude. how to see how much he had to do just to convince to him like I'm the guy he right. like he had because I think so there was an interview with the real Central Park Five and they had said it's not as simple as it was on the the series mm-hmm. like he had to go through multiple 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 questioning multiple DNA evidence like to say and then he had to say like oh yeah you remember that crime back in '90s some whatever I did that and he, and he had to give DNA evidence to other crimes as well mm-hmm. so you're
4: yeah, like meanwhile like while they were prosecute or going after these boys this man meanwhile was still able to rape again he raped and killed a woman a pregnant, a pregnant woman, woman. Yeah. while her children were in the other room listening like that could have been prevented mm-hmm. had you actually done your job
0: but the fucked up thing is there's
4: there are cops
0: um from that era, that are still saying they did that it. these kids did it. The
4: victim still feels like they did it. The victim. Well, I haven't still seen f- anything with the victim. So I, I was looking up on the victim the other day. So she did not come out publicly until after they were exonerated. Mm-hmm. And she's become a public speaker to speak about, like, I guess, coming uh, because she overcame the head trauma. Mm-hmm. And just speaking to people who've dealt with different trauma. But she does not necessarily believe that these – she says – because on, once the they were exonerated, the records were released. Mm-hmm. And so she does feel like they may not have been the ones to rape her. But she feels like they weren't involved and that it was a situation where Reyes was just the sixth guy who actually did it. So, yeah, yeah, I looked her up, too. And mm-hmm. what
3: I saw is that she said something to the effect of that with – the degree of brutality of her attacks. she was like, it's hard for her to believe that only one person did that.
0: Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, there's a guy named Eric Reynolds who did a CNN interview um, recently where he was saying that basically everything in the, in the show was a lie, that the kids definitely did it. And he was trying to say that the kids were not coerced, Mm. that they definitely admitted it. And he's very adamant about this and watching it. There's a black guy too. And watching it, it's kind of like you 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 really wonder if they really believe this
1: cuz if they don't why would they even bother still sticking to this story right. because again i think it makes you question the whole justice system like look like if from especially in that era in that time frame in new york city like how there's so many show or like movies, documentaries like how racist New York City was during mm-hmm. that era. Especially and police. if you and if if this one case, this one huge high profile case is flawed, then it makes you question all the other cases in that. And that will unravel the whole you have to check back through everything. Would it? I think so. I don't think so. Nah. <laughs> Not at all. Because I'm sure
0: there's there're there plenty of cases that have been determined that the cops factually did something fucked up and took someone's freedom away didn't it didn't do anything because i think most of us know that the system is just that and the white people that act like they don't know they're just telling themselves that they don't know they know too that the system is just designed that way it's not a random mistake these cops knew what they were doing they didn't they didn't fuck up they did this shit on purpose
1: rod you you mentioned earlier that the fact that you don't I don't know if you don't like watching this stuff, but it, this stuff, this type of stuff isn't meant for us as far as black people. Mm-hmm. I kind of have a similar feeling, when it, especially when it comes to like slave movies. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that was in the same vein as far as your feelings? Like this is something that is not meant for me. It's meant for other, other ethnicities to see and to understand our struggle.
5: Yeah, more so of that. Not saying that we can't watch them and, and you know get knowledge on what's happening with the systems and what's happening around us because, you know, um, I mean, I think it is important to know what's going on in the world and, and what's going on around us. I'm just saying, like, I just feel like it's more so for people that are blind to this and just think, oh, man, well, yeah, it's the justice system, you know, it's, they're doing it, they're right or whatever. So it's like it's for them, you know what I'm saying? It's it's for them to to just – Gain this knowledge more so for me Because I mean I I mean I hear stories I experience it You know what I mean So that's that's basically What I'm saying I'm not saying that That It's just strictly not for us. It's just like it's more
4: for others. It's more for others, which is why I I think it's dope that it's on Netflix too, Mm -hmm. because it gives a a different type of visibility than if this was an HBO movie or Mm -hmm. even if it was in 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 the cinema. Like I think the fact that it's on Netflix makes them it makes it success. Like I think they've said that since it came out, this is the most watched show on Netflix Mm -hmm. every day since it came out. out, So the fact that people overseas can see this, people in different countries can see this, that's what's good to me because the fact that it was so brutal and honest in the darkness of what went on mm-hmm. makes it, it allows people all over to be able to see and maybe get a glimpse and understand why it's such a deal for black people.
3: And that actually kind of goes along with what I wanted to say, because I think that one of the things that was upsetting me so much as I was watching it is that it's still fucking happening and that there are so many people, like when you say that you feel like this is for those people who are maybe blind to it or turn a blind eye, Mm -hmm. like shit like this has been going on. It's still going on. Mm -hmm. and There are still motherfuckers sitting out there just like, Oh, well just, you know, you all are playing the right. race card. Like, exactly. you all should just comply. Like, just do what, don't break the law. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, just thinking about saying, that we'll, in we'll those this. moments, just, like, I saw red mm-hmm. just thinking mm-hmm. about that. Right.
1: Yeah, because the exoneration was just in 2002, and they reached the settlement with the city of New York in 2014. So, most of this stuff is still recent.
3: Mm-hmm. No, I'm not, I'm talking about, like. Black just, people and yeah. the police. Oh, you know what police. I'm saying? Oh, like, okay. I, on, uh, as the, on Is the Mic Salon, I made a comparison to the thing that just happened in Phoenix, Arizona because the cops came out and were like, oh, you know, we feared for our life. And you look at the video and you're like, what the fuck did you fear for your life for? You pulled your guns out on to toddlers and their parents. And so just the, and when you see that in so many other instances of, um, you know, unarmed black people being shot by the police and they're like, Oh, you know, we feared for our lives, even though they were unarmed and they just got shot 41 times, you know, it's still uh, like on a lesser scale, but there's still so much, you know, violence or brutality being, you know, enacted on black people by the police and them still like giving their version of events. Right. And, oftentimes us not having the ability to show that that's not what happened and even when we can with like camera phones and shit like there's still so many instances where nothing even happens and they don't get prosecuted they don't get found guilty if they do get prosecuted
5: definitely and, it's, and again like when we watch that shit we're mad because we know the shit happens but if somebody else watches it they like oh damn i didn't i didn't know mm-hmm. you know yeah, what i'm saying they've been beating up negroes oh like wow <laughs> So if they That's keep the seeing shit like that it's like, "Oh, okay, maybe there is something to this." You yeah. know what I'm saying? Maybe it ain't just the angry black people or whatever. You know what I mean? I wish that was true though. I know. I I do. You know what I, mean? I wish it was true too. I really wish
0: it was true. Like uh, this shit should be like required viewing at schools what, for like young young kids. Uh, white kids, so they understand what others go through. Black kids, so you know. Where you come from. Don't talk to the Air fucking for. police.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah, prepare you for life and know your rights, at least something. Do you think I, 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 do, you, I, do you think that's, because that's what I took away from it, like, the main thing is, like, if you if you know you did nothing wrong, you still have to know more to get just, as black people, you have to know everything.
5: I, defense. Defense. If you do, but even if you do, it's not going to help you in the moment. And like, even if it did,
0: it's it's not yeah. really fair to always say, well, know your rights and you'll just get off. Right. It's not that simple. No, not right. just get off.
1: I'm just saying, but to... Nick, I'm telling we you. We shouldn't
0: have to put that on a 15-year-old child to know We shouldn't. Right, right. we shouldn't have to put a lot of things we put on black kids. But I'm saying, right. but it's not... It's not. I'm, I know you're not doing this intentionally, yeah. but I, I've heard this before. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's really fucked up that we live in a world where we have to tell children... That they have to know the law better than law enforcement. It's like putting it's
2: not the fair.
5: on us. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's not fair. It's not. But
2: the law enforcement do know the law and they ignore it. Exactly. And that and too. that's why I'm I'm kind of with Nick on this. Hmm. Um, that because that was like a takeaway for me, right? Yeah. So when I was watching the post interview and and they were talking and mm-hmm. and, and uh, oh yeah 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 you know I I told. Kindle to come in here, listen to these guys tell this story. I said they went to jail from, you know, for five to fourteen years for something they did not do. If somebody of authority, security guard, police officer, whatever, come around and ask you questions, you say, "I want a lawyer, and right. I'm not talking to, to my parents." Are here, right? And those are the only things you say over and over again, and do not listen to them. But I think. But what if they
5: where... beat? But if what if they start beating your kids' ass, They're trying to get information out of them? And I. It, Right, I've been I've been slammed no, against a yeah, police yeah. car and same, all this type of same. stuff. I've been so so it's yeah. like so at, at that point as a child he's like you scared as but, f- but, you scared but, as shit. Uh, yeah, true. so you gonna so so if a cop said no, I need you to give me this name. I need you to to do these things. As a child, you're gonna be scared and you're gonna do, you're gonna cave no mm-hmm. matter what your parents told you. Like don't say shit to the police. Don't do Let this. know your not. rights I, I, some, I don't know, I, Ken. It's I, still better to tell them. Yes, it's good to tell them, but because
2: if I keep reiterating this over and over again. There were things that my dad would drill into me over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And hearing it over and over again, it plays in the back of your head. So if they're in that situation, mm-hmm. and I would even add that layer to it, even if they're smacking you up and down and threaten to kill your life, hmm. and no matter how dangerous it may appear at the time, you know, just just stick to it if you can. And I understand, like, he could crack, but my hope, my dream is that starting at the age of 10, And moving on until whenever, hopefully, you're never in that situation, but hopefully, it would stick and he would be able to pull that from where he's at and use it.
4: As parents, I feel like we have to honor our children the same way with girls. You prepare, like the way we have the conversation, where it's my responsibility as a parent to make sure that my children understand, my daughters understand certain situations to look out for, keep yourself safe. They have pepper spray. We make sure they have things because we know that. As women, their targets. Is that mm. fucked up? Absolutely. For our boys, we have to arm them with education and understanding what they shouldn't, how they should and should not react in situations with law enforcement mm-hmm. so that when that situation comes, at, like Ken said, maybe something will resound in the back of their head, whether it comes out that way or not. At least as a parent, I armed them with everything that I could to prepare them. Mm-hmm. Is it fucked up? Yes. But that's unfortunately the country we live in. But I
0: think, again, I think that's just something that we need to just remember is that. If something like this does happen, I just think it's a little bit unfair to then say, yeah. well, these kids should have known the law. No, they shouldn't have. The cops should have just not right. done been fucked been up fucked shit. Up. Yeah, yeah. I get you. I'm on your side. Like, yeah, 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 the kids should know. But I think to keep drilling that point, like the kids should have known the law. If the kids knew the law, this wouldn't have happened. Again, Same, you're putting it on
5: the kid and not but, the law yeah. I'm sorry. I keep
0: cutting No, no, off, no, too. no. Go ahead. You was going first. Go ahead. Um. Just by saying, like, oh, if the kid knew the law, then this wouldn't have happened. Right. That is not always My, true. Oh. And most times, it's actually not true at all. The kid could have known the law. Yes. But yeah. he's still a child. Right. something. And they and they know. Right. These cops are seasoned right. at manipulation, especially with younger black kids from inner cities. Right. They know how to trick them. And right. Yeah. I, and before God. you
5: go, black kids, like... Like I, like I said, playing ball. I, I keep going to it because it could have been us or whatever. One of the guys that I played with, his his grandfather was a sheriff. Mm. He knew the law, but he still got his ass thrown on top of a hot car. Still got his ass thrown around, and then shit happened. To luckily they did it in our neighborhood, so pe- so the neighbors came out and and told them like, yo, leave these kids alone. So that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. It, it, it re- I understand what you're saying, like, because we do it. I mean, we, we talk to our kids right. and everything about, you know, what to do in situations. But, again, I, I just don't like the fact that we're putting it on the child. Like, because the police, if, if they have an agenda, they're they, they trying to do something, they're yeah. going to do it. But
0: you're just saying it's better to do it
5: than yeah. not do it. Yeah.
2: Right. And and I agree and I'm not with that. I'm not and I saying, agree with that. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm not saying mm-hmm. know the law. Right. I'm saying shut the fuck up I want a lawyer and I want yes. my parents yeah. yes. that's it yes. and, that, and I don't that, want to expect you to know code three, oh, exactly. yeah. 16, to right, article right. 45 the only you law can't you need this, to know is, is kenneth <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's it and hopefully yeah. I pray because yeah of course the the agenda they're gonna do it regardless I know mm-hmm. that's gonna happen if that's what they want to do they're gonna throw them up and whatever 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 but for me, one of the takeaways that, that I got, and then uh, watching the interview, like uh, um, Levar Burton, mm-hmm. they showed that tweet where he said that I had to keep breathing. Episode number one, nearly episode number one, nearly broke my heart. However, I'll keep watching. This is essential viewing for every American, um, not just Black American, as essential to your understanding of America as was Roots. And, I, and and when he said it, I thought about how impactful was Roots was for me watching it, mm-hmm. and knowing that the 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 kids now are not in like that far removed from that situation as I was when Roots was around mm-hmm. um like what's going on now with law enforcement as Tyler was talking about earlier is happening today so this is their roots right so i don't need my kid to watch roots i need him to watch this so i'm going to bring him in mm-hmm. and have him sit down and we're going to spend one friday out of a month and we're going to watch it so to be able to see this happen to kids that Will be around your his age. age range. It's going to, I hope, stick, and he'll have the strength to be able to push back because he'll have those. It's, it's going to play out as a movie.
1: Mm-hmm. And and but, in my opinion, you know. in, in, in my my frame, and I'm not a parent, so I just want to make that formal, So obviously, the parents in the room, you can speak on it more. But I always, I always feel like you you can, you're in charge of what you can control as far as your actions and what you can do, like. Whatever you do, mm-hmm. you can't depend on anyone else. Like I, and I guess that's just how much I just don't trust the law enforcement, is that I don't, I, when I see a cop, I don't see, you know, think of positive things. You know what I mean? So what can I do to make sure that I'm in the right? Even though I might be already in the right, what, what can I do to make sure that I did my best to get out of a sticky situation mm-hmm. that I shouldn't have been in the first place?
0: Yeah, my friends always think it's funny. Um, we've discussed it before, that when a cop pulls up behind me, I just immediately get nervous and I'm, I'm never speeding. I'm never doing anything crazy anymore just cause whatever, but just their presence alone is enough to make me extremely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And if I can avoid having any interaction with them at all
4: period, then I'll do it. Exactly. If it means
0: slowing down to 25 in a 55 to get the fuck out of their way. I'll do that. And they're always like, what the fuck? Why are you doing that? Because I have to like a lot of you guys don't have to worry about this. I have to, I could literally be shot just cause I don't want to deal with that. Sometimes
1: I'll take an exit. Are these your white friends? Yes, exactly. White and and black friends. That's the sad
0: part. You know what's funny, Mike? Upper class, upper class black people. I'm sorry, Ken. One one second. Uh, Upper class black folks don't have to deal with that. Not that I'm poor, but I've grown up in not great situations. But But
4: entitlement get you
0: exactly. They're they're removed from those situations, so they don't understand. You know, when you're black and you live in fucking I don't know. There's a really white area besides like Bucket and Marietta. Bucket and white, really no more. <laughs> but a- like, but uh, yeah, a- Ackworth, Ackworth. you could do Atworth. Alpharetta. Alpharetta. There yeah. you go. Like if you're a black person that's grown up in Alpharetta, you don't really understand those situations. Mm-hmm. So when I'm trying to explain to you, like, no, when you come downtown, like, if a cop pulls up behind you. You just This could stay.
4: be a thing. Yeah. You hold your hands, you look straight ahead yeah, 10 to and to at mm-hmm. yes
0: sir and you stay at 55.
2: You don't move you don't it. make no sudden movements. Yeah. No. I I do that now man. Like even when I pass cops on the highway when I'm coming home, like mm-hmm. when I pass them I'm doing 70. I'm doing the speed limit. Oh,
0: but you drop down, don't you?
2: I don't drop down, but I always look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And I always think they're going to pull up behind me. Oh yeah. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah. Every yes. single Time even though to, you're not doing nothing wrong even though yes. i was like they they're gonna I, yeah I yep. just you're have on that your fear. way home yeah i just have that fear and i'm Me never too. doing anything wrong but i just feel like it's, it's something's gonna happen do you guys think that
1: being exonerated and getting the settlement money does that help ease this injustice or is that just more like this is the least you could do
0: that's the least you could do it might ease it a little bit like it might make their the rest of their lives may be a little bit easier. They um, can provide for their families. At least. Yeah, but emotionally, it's not going to do shit. These people they need therapy. Yeah. They lost half
4: their fucking, not
0: half their life, but their childhood. Hair, yeah. They yeah. lost their entire childhood.
4: Very pivotal um, years in their in their development were spent mm-hmm. behind bars with felons. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. That's emotionally, psychologically yeah. scarring. Like, when you are developing as a young adult, mm-hmm. you were in like a jungle mm-hmm. how do how do you how do you detach from that now mm-hmm. that you're an adult like you've been programmed that way
1: and I, I think what I didn't cry up and, or like I didn't get real emotional until obviously I, we all talked about the fourth episode with Corey but it was more about when he was in solitary and he was thinking about the exact moment that he mm-hmm. should have stayed with mm-hmm. that girl yeah. in that chicken shop man that's and, all I kept thinking man and I'm, he just would have kept eating that down exactly sleeping. and he and he played it out in his mind too and I'm like this is what he's been thinking about for 14 mm-hmm. years. And and that's the most saddest thing in the world. Like that's the only happy memory he has. Because he doesn't have a childhood anymore. Mm-hmm. I and think
4: it's interesting that he's the one who willingly went down there to be with his friend and to protect his friend. Mm. He's the one that they stuck they used and they used him to stick every stick everything on these kids. But him being in jail and running into the guy who actually did it is what got them off.
0: And he's the one who willingly stayed in there because he refused exactly. to ever he say said, that I'm, I did it.
4: Yeah, none of them actually. none of them did from what I recall. I thought
0: one of them did finally say I did it to really? get out. Am I making that up? I'm not making know. that up. I don't know. No, but I thought yeah. one of them did.
4: Yeah, I, once he said, Okay, you guys don't want to hear my truth, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna make yeah. I'ma get my mind right. I'm working out. He started you know, he started being more comfortable in population he embraced it mm-hmm. and yeah he almost became um and like what's what's the normalized one? yeah he normalized jail. it and then he runs into the man who actually did it and he confesses so i just i thought that was a beautiful turn of events almost mm-hmm. in the midst of all this ugliness and then like in real life to hear him in that interview when they asked him about the um linda what lady and he was like, she she just got caught up and was doing her job. Yeah, she's
0: like, she's doing her job, you know, and that's it. And he's like, there's other people. His
4: spirit is beautiful to me. Like, to go through all of that and still be able to be like, mm. she, she just got caught up. Was and that a why, beautiful spirit, or was that a broken the, spirit? It's a, and the fact that he's a little bit—I think um, he's just
1: happy to be out,
0: right? He's Happy to I think be out, but
4: the fact that it's like he's not holding on. It's like out of all of them, I feel like he's not holding on to the resentment. Like he's able to to enjoy the moments of his life that he has. He's I not know. looking past. Well, I think that he, he's
2: not looking past the fact that she's doing her job. He's not looking he's at. He's not holding the on to it. Racism I didn't get that. and stuff on there. I
0: got that he didn't have. He wasn't able to convey himself very well. Mm-hmm. I think it he was like, able
4: to convey himself. Be- like the fact that he said. When he was watching it, he felt like watching his scene was like poetry in motion. It was like life after death. Like I feel like he just has a different way of communicating, very clear emotions. I and didn't thoughts. get that when, no? they, when they
0: no. When they mm-hmm. asked the other people, it almost seemed like they had canned speeches. Like not not in a negative way, mm-hmm. but it seemed like they knew exactly what they were going to say mm-hmm. and they said it. When they asked him, it seemed like it was taking him a minute to compose his thoughts. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not saying he didn't make sense. He made yeah, complete yeah. Mm-hmm. sense. But I don't think that it was just as simple as oh, this is what it was and that's it. I think there was probably a whole lot more in that yeah, man's brain absolutely. that he wasn't be- he wasn't able to get out. You can tell when you look at his face like that's what mm-hmm. was fucking me up when I was watching that interview. If you look at his face, so he was face, kind of frowning. Yeah, he yeah. was. It's like
4: was, the thought you can see all the different thoughts yes, going through. He,
0: I don't think he had a beautiful spirit. And that's the part that 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 pissed me off. They broke that man. And I think that... Corey? When you, yes. Yeah, if you he's look broken. at his he's face. Broken. You could tell there's so much in his brain. And I think he has a hard time of getting it out when they no, asked I him. No, I will
4: agree with that. But I don't think... Out of all of them, I feel like he he had the most life. I feel I like so. like like when the they were talking about the interaction with him and the actor and they were like they went out and they had a good time. He's like I'm gonna buy you Bars sneaker. Corey Brown, a sure. buy yeah, Corey yeah, Brown yeah. sneaker. Like I feel like he still has mm. a lot of life
0: in but him. But he said you put your I will, you were able to put your pain for me to see, or put my pain for me to yeah. see. Yeah, no,
4: I'm not saying like, he's not broken and of course he's he's there's something that's never gonna be given like right. there's something that's never gonna be fixed in these men. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that even in the midst of that, he's still able to to live his life where Antron, oppositely, is stuck.
2: Mm -hmm. So I think Corey just simplified it to where it works best for him. Yeah. And when he said that, the other guys added everything else to it. Because they're used to how he conveys himself. Right, because they were like, yeah, she was just doing her job, but, but right. there were a whole bunch of other people that were doing their job too and yeah. let's not forget them motherfuckers yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. I think there was you a
1: there's a sense of enlightenment with Core because he spent yeah. so much time in there that he was he's probably been able to process it and with him being in solitary he's just him and his thoughts so yeah. maybe he has a way of just like, I think
3: he
4: was like that from the beginning like even in the court case like when they were asking so he's like what the fuck has got to do with my case he's like what does it mean not going to school got to do with my case I think he has there's a, a beautiful simplicity about him that he understands things and he just conveys it so simply and even when he was in prison when they brought when they told him about his sister and he was like he was like we just want to make sure you are right he's like no y'all don't yeah. i think he has a wonderful grasp of his situation and even in the midst of everything that went on he's still able to understand it and move not no. move past it but deal with it in a way no that I, works i'm not him. saying
1: I, i'm not saying that i'm saying like all the B, I think he was confused i think he was upset i think he just He didn't know what was going on. I'm saying going through that journey to where he is Mm -hmm. now—that now he's out, that he now he's he's processed it in a certain way to where it's he can live Mm -hmm. his life now. Because I think going through that, he had he had to be angry, he had to be upset, he had to be just you know pretty much just giving up on life at that point. And to be and now and then when he got met the guy who got them off or committed Mm -hmm. to the you know to the crime itself, it was like this has to be like. A, like a miracle, divine you know, divine yeah, something yeah. like. And now, I, now I can think about because it he's the one
5: that actually went through that yeah. divine intervention, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, well, wow, it is
2: because
1: everybody else didn't. Everybody else like right, got out right. a little bit earlier. Like he had to mm-hmm. sit with it mm-hmm.
5: twice went through a as long. Little transition, yeah, he went, almost. Mm-hmm. I, got
2: you. I did like like him pushing back against that question um when he was like, "What does this have to do with my case?" Yeah. Um he want to read it. Because well,
4: I can't read, he's like, if I can't read, I couldn't write it,
2: which should have been another sign. But exactly, exactly. like he said, that it was like, oh, well, like one plus one equals two. But I like the fact that he was like, yeah, what you're asking me doesn't make any sense, it doesn't apply to my case. Because even though he didn't know he was being set up for him to just cut it off right there yeah. and to avoid the setup, I think was, was, was and like, I'm not answering that question because
4: that's what got me here, answering y'all questions.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he sure did say
1: that. So, uh. With everything that Ava's been dropping recently, and mm. it's been really with ne- she's been working with Netflix a lot, with Thirteenth, and then you know even going back to Selma, like she's been really trying to, I guess I, I, she's she's doing film in a way that's the activism, and pushing things forward. Do you guys expect to see any change through this? <laughs> I don't know y'all I don't
4: laugh, be so cynical, but guys. I'm just saying like <laughs> realistic.
1: <laughs> do you? I said some change, not not anything big, or you know, like could, what? just like with every with it being the most watched thing on Netflix the last few weeks. Do you think that that matters? In, in what way? What, what, way are you as yeah, as what were as far as maybe people, maybe people spark some Yeah, maybe like people like minutes. we have to do something now. To, like to, to, to this
0: happens every time. We 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 get fired up. We're like, yeah, we're gonna change some shit. Woo, we're gonna go on the street. It lasts fucking ten minutes. And then next week, fucking love and hip hop will be out. Some Drake part will drop two. an album, and we'll move on. That's the that's the part that's fucked up. And and Rod put it perfectly. We don't need to see this shit. They need to see this shit. And the fact that it's trending at number one, I don't know that it's them. I I think most of it's us. I and that's might, not the
2: way it should be. I think it might be a mixture, but then it's yeah. not going to change shit. 70-30 mixture. Then we'll put it that way. Mm. Give me I don't 60, think 40. it's. I sixty, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I don't. I don't think. No, nah, it's not gonna change shit. And and why I think that is because there are people out here that are saying that they're like pushing back on mm-hmm. it, like yeah. you know. And for people that want to believe like otherwise, like. They're going to believe that.
3: That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, the people who need to see this are not going to watch it. Like, the people who would actually benefit or the people who need to have a change of heart are not going to watch this.
1: Well, then Tyler, so why is this hitting so hard 30 years later? Why is this specific presentation, this miniseries, this story, if if it's going to what Mike is saying as far as we see these all the time, it, it comes and goes like a fart in the wind.
5: Like so, why? <laughs> she <laughs> like she like squished her nose up like it really was a fart. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, forty? Who forty? So why why does this why does this why is this now trending? If this is another you know another story in the in the history of, of black people in this country?
3: I mean,
5: because people saying it's good or they like oh man you should like oh it's, you can't get through it and I think it's the hype. They
0: always trend. Bro. I think it's the hype. They always trend. Society. Whenever a black person dies. Shot by a cop, I was he transferred that. Up yeah, too. you know, like, again, like the people
3: who are actually in a position to like really, because at this point, you know, the position that we're in in this country has ultimately snowballed from shit that was happening fucking two hundred years ago. You know what I'm saying, or more, and so like the the shit that would have to happen for there to be, like, a comprehensive and thorough change. Like, one, I can't even imagine it because there's so many layers at this point. I don't even know, like, where we could get to quickly that would change it. But, like, the people that are in a position to do something about it don't give a fuck. Like, those are not the people that are watching it. So it's, like, again, like, the people who are watching it, the people who are making it trend are the people that already believe it and maybe there's a couple maybe there's like this thin strip of people that were kind of on the brink Mm -hmm. that are gonna watch it and be like oh shit and maybe they'll be able to Mm -hmm. right you know maybe they'll be able to kind of move over into this and of course you know like things are getting better in finger quotes slowly but surely like things are not now where they were in the 60s i mean it's also just a lot less overt but saying all that to say that like things like this may cause a a gradual shift. Like maybe they do a little bit to nudge us somewhere. But in terms of there being like a discernible change immediately or anytime in the near future no. I think, also,
5: oh, I'm sorry. I no, don't no, Go ahead.
3: I, th- I think
4: because even Ava said it in the interview they did with Oprah is that the system is designed this way. It's not broken. It's working exactly the way mm-hmm. it's supposed to work. So I think Ava is very aware of the fact that this is the way it was designed to be. So I don't necessarily think that a, a show like this, or a series like this, or a cinema like this is going to change it. Oh, is going to change it or push it in a certain direction? Because oh my God, this mo- this mm-hmm. this show is so groundbreaking. However, with that said, that doesn't mean she needs to stop doing it. Right. It doesn't mean that people don't need to don't need to stop bringing this type of stuff to the forefront. It's resonating because it still happens. It's resonating because our kids are still getting accosted, shot. And, and, and killed by police. So that's why it's resonating, and that's why it's, making such, a, it's, such a, it's being, making such an impact on us because we still live it. So, yeah, I don't necessarily think it's going to shift anything, but that by all means means if you have the ability to make art and cinema, don't stop talking about it.
0: You have to think, Nick. Too many people benefit from situations like this.
4: Like,
0: too many people at the top benefit from sticking innocent black people in jail or not even even just black people, innocent inner city POC in jail. So for us to think that this TV show is going to make those people change their mind, it's not. The only thing that something like this will change is it might make black and brown people a little bit more aware of what they should do in those situations, and it might make the white people who may not have cared before maybe start caring a little bit more, or maybe make the ones that already do care Actually, get off their ass and do something for a hot minute. I don't know,
1: but so the consensus seems like it's the onus is on them, not us. And based on the history of this, them as far as you know, the majority of white people, the people who control the system. Uh, it may not just be white people, but whoever is controlling the system.
2: Capitalism, money that that has white to people. that has mm-hmm. to change. You said it
1: right not, the first time. Not us. <laughs> that's why that's why my question is seeing stuff like this, going through the emotional toll that this, you know, watching anything like this does to a person. If it's not going to change, then what's the point? That's what my. I mean. Naomi, you said that keep making it. But
4: the point is that we have conversations with our children. Mm -hmm. The point is that as black people, we're having a conversation about it. We're talking about the way we've personally been affected, Mm -hmm. and how does that help us internally in our community? Like Mike said, I think it was Mike who said, you know, we become more aware, so we can do things to help prepare our children. I don't think my like I I talked with my daughter about it, and I asked her because she has a real bad habit of just watching stuff on Netflix before I know about it. And I told her, I said, you know, if this if you go to watch this, if you watch it, just come talk with me afterwards. Because I want to have a conversation with you, and she was like, "I don't think I would watch it, mommy." And if she did, I don't think she would really be ready for. To I mean, they know about stuff that they've heard in the news, but I know my kids in the suburbs don't know that this is how shit actually goes down mm-hmm. with us when cops get involved. So if anything, it brings awareness to our children that they may they need to move a little different in the world. Like unfortunately, they have to be aware that this kind of stuff can happen. Those are important conversations to have that I may not have necessarily had otherwise. And then there may be conversations that we can start to have in our communities about how do we protect ourselves from this. So it's not it, it sparks conversation, it sparks thought, and that's important. but is it going to really shift a, a, a systematic change? Highly doubt it. At least not immediately. I'm
5: sorry. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, you brought up a good point about, like, it makes us have discussions, right? Because those people that aren't watching it may be the same people that listen to our podcast. And because we're talking about it on the podcast, maybe they may may now be interested in going to see it because we're talking about it and we're discussing it. Possibly.
2: You know, it's one thing to be able to tell my kids something it's another to show them. Mm -hmm. Um... You know, um, so unlike me, he's grown up in a far better situation than I was growing up. Um, and I do believe my, my dad, he was a smart man. He was well-read. So, you know, he would have had some knowledge to be able to come to come get me. And I would, I would like to believe my mom would as well. But there were people around me that wouldn't, that I hung around with, you know. So I could have very well been Yusef, uh, just because of – them um educating themselves um on their own but my friends wouldn't have had the benefit of that and you know because my kids are growing up in a situation where they probably won't be hanging around kids like that then you know they could become a little naive to the world Mm -hmm. and you know as a parent you don't want them to see the world for what it is but also as a parent,
4: you don't want them to be shocked. And right, right.
2: You have to have, you know, I, I, you know, we talk about having, you know, uh, street, <laughs> street smarts as well. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that's what it, it'll do. Um, it'll help us prepare them in a way that we wouldn't be able to prepare them for, and for him to be able to see it. Um, I think we'll arm him with some level of knowledge that. If he ever finds himself in a situation, he'll be hopefully prepared to fight against it.
5: Yeah, cause our girls watched the uh the hate you give without us and they would it was They it were was, moved. They were very moved by that. Was it good?
0: I saw watch time. Yeah, it was
5: pretty it good. Was good. It, it was, was cool. Yeah. I mean it was it was doing well. Mm-hmm. I mean it's not it's not like this.
4: And I, I remember yeah. I got stopped because I had a tail light out Ugh. and my daughter was like, Mom, you have to put your hands on the dashboard. Oh wow. I was, yeah, because yeah, that was a scene in the movie, le- yeah. and she was like, "No, we we just came from the hate you give. You guys have to put your oh, hands wow. on the dashboard." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, baby, but it's all right." Is he just want to tell me about my tail It's fine. So yeah, it's like they mm-hmm. they become aware because mm-hmm. of situations like that. So when mm-hmm. they see this, because a lot of times these kids they their phones all the time. They're they're moved by media, mm-hmm. you know. So yes. I think when they see it, it has a different impact than just mom and dad talking.
0: Yeah, maybe it's not really about changing things. From a judicial standpoint it's just about you know adapting something like this might save somebody's life because they mm-hmm. might know better than to do what these kids did not mm-hmm. because it's their fault but you know they now have knowledge that these poor kids didn't have when they got fucked with by the police
1: man uh <laughs> I, I'm trying to. I was trying to end it on a happy note, but I don't think Journey there's nothing. You can end a, on a happy note. Talk
0: about the fact that Jaleel. I can't remember his last name, but the kid that paid, You know what? I don't want to fuck his name. Yeah, um, Jaleel J- Jahar, something like that. Yeah, Jared he was in Moonlight too. The like kid mm-hmm. that played Man. Uh, Corey. He is on a path to be the next. Whoever Big the thing. fuck, bigger than because he is amazing.
3: He acted his ass off. Whole awesome. oh, sure and you did. could tell he was
1: that good because he played the young and old version. Yeah. Of yes, yeah. and I
0: didn't know that until it was over. I don't you know, didn't really? realize that. Mm-hmm. I'm admitting to being stupid. <laughs> <mind>. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were just that into <laughs> I, it because I he guess, did that good yeah. a job. I didn't even think about it until it was wow. well over. I was like, oh, that was the same fucking
2: kid. Wow. Throughout
0: the whole movie.
2: Mm. Yeah, because I kept waiting for the adult uh, him. <laughs> yeah, adult Corey. He never came, but. Um, yeah man I like I like the young one too Kevin Oh young yeah, Kevin he's yeah only, He's
4: only 17 That's, He looks and, like yeah. a babe And the way they
2: talked in real oh, I think yes. that's, oh my God. They were all they were all They're real They're so well
1: spoken. Yes. <laughs> well spoken little black. I think Kevin. So I think Kevin is the nephew. I think uh, my girl told me. That. I think Kevin is the nephew of Pusey from Orange Is New Black.
4: Samira Wiley. Oh yeah, he does
5: look like her. Yeah. He does. If you look yeah. at a picture of them two, they look yeah, dead he
1: on does each other. Look like, his, her. like his mom is that's her
5: my sister.
2: Wow. Yeah, but yeah, it I was, like Samira. It Wiley. was funny when he, uh, when she when when he. <laughs> When he asked her, he was like, "Hi, Oprah." <laughs> that was yeah, that was fun. so cute. I
0: loved it. I loved it. Hi, Oprah.
2: What <laughs> <to> <laughs> y'all talking was, about? This Oprah, I know this about,
0: Oprah, he's talking <laughs> about, <right? laughs> First
5: of all, let's Shit. get this out the way. Hi,
1: Oprah. <laughs> and yeah, and again, shout out to Ava. Like, she's killing it. I I, yeah. I can't wait to see what she comes up next. Uh, mm. I think I mentioned earlier. I think she she's got the property, or she's going to be working on the a DC comic film uh, New God. So mm. yeah, I think she's yeah she's gonna. Damn, I don't want her don't to be classified do doing this Go stuff. Over to Marvel, girl. Don't fuck <laughs> up with these DC. Yeah. Hey, these. Hey, Marvel's gonna have she might to bring it in life. No, exactly. Marvel's no. gonna we'll come see down how good eventually. She is
3: now. Yeah, I mean, that's a true <laughs> test. Can we also give a shout out to Bradford Young, who was the director of photography on this, and he is the only Black American to ever be nominated for Best Cinematography in the history of the Oscars. And Pick I feel up. like he like. Fucking did his thing mm. in terms of like visually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, go ahead, Brad. That
4: scene with the little boy with the, the trumpet, trumpet in the and street the, and the and Man. the handcuffs. Good. I said that mm-hmm. was like it was like Spike Lee times ten mm-hmm. to me. I was like that that was beautiful.
2: And uh and the guy that pointed out that when he went to do the makeup and stuff like that. Oh yeah, oh, I thought that yeah. was dope. And Joshua Jackson saying that the justice system had the wrong name. Yeah, I thought that was a dope line too.
0: Oh, he knew he said something dope too. He, he, did said it. he said it and he,
2: and he said like that. And
0: <laughs> he's like oh well, Four Think about it. I, I, I practice that.
1: Go
3: ahead, Pacey. <laughs> go ahead, Pacey. <laughs> actually, because tar- we're talking about what Ava's doing for kind of this now national discourse about race-related issues, but also just in terms of what she's doing for the industry, mm-hmm. because she has been instrumental in getting a lot more, like, black content yeah. onto Netflix, um, also hiring a lot more people on her films, like people of color, wow, uh, women, you know, women camera operators and stuff like that. Like, you see so much more diversity on her sets than on other people, so I want to give her props for the way that she has used her influence and power to, like, diversify exactly yeah, man, to shift the industry that way. And they said the oh, whole makeup
2: Netflix algorithm this whole time. You thought what? <laughs> the, all this black shit that was popping up on my screen. Oh, no, stupid. I think
0: Netflix heard Nick talking shit about how <laughs> they were running out of steam. Like, oh, for yeah. real, black guy, take this
1: <laughs> when you see this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's crazy. Ava, I think Ava was saying like in an interview, she just picked up a camera in like her thirties. Yeah, she like she start. she's so just recently late. started doing it. Yeah, so it that's, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to see what she got next. Um, all right, so uh, that's our recap for when they see us. If you uh, agree with anything that we said or disagree, please comment nonetheless. Uh, we want to hear your voice. Mm-hmm if
0: you disagree we ain't
1: trying to hear that no <laughs> we gotta have a conversation
5: nah no. fuck Who that does? nah
4: nah nah we nah, do nah, nah, no nah, nah, about nah, this. Nah. we can't have no debates and problem.
0: if you like, haven't watched it go watch it if you want to make a comment, you guys send one of those fucking, uh, what is those? Is it 20, not 23 and me? What are those fucking, uh, those, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, those hereditary yes. shits? Where we like got, we got to end know ends, your background, ancestry, what that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what percentage, yeah. No
4: percentage of uh, sub Saharan African yes. are you. You got to have at least
0: above 70.
1: If not, <laughs> <laughs> shut uh, the fuck up. No 60,
0: 40, this no, time. I am, no, no. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. <laughs> there's your happy
4: there's your light moment.
1: Alright, that that's us for this episode. We out, please. Wow.